We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, Best Game Cox podcast on the internet. Today is Wednesday, April the 14th, 2021. Today's show, I break down South Carolina baseball's big midweek win as the Gamecocks take care of business against Charleston Southern by a score of nine to nothing. Guys, I'll break down the game in its entirety. Also, we'll talk TSUS midweek MVP. What's next for Carolina baseball as the Gamecocks improve to 22 and nine overall in the 2021 baseball season? Also, guys, we got news and notes to get into. We got a packed show here on a Wednesday, so sit back, relax, enjoy. It's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention other companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company. They're a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. The movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is invested in your success. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni guys, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether you're in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in 2021, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. Or of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. say it again man it feels good to be good folks hope you're all doing well happy wednesday i'm chris phillips just the spurs up show as always appreciate you guys tuning in hope your hump day is going well hope your week is going well also got a packed show here got a packed show here on wednesday guys we're talking gamecocks baseball of course taking care of business 
in the midweek, taking down the Charleston Southern Buccaneers by a final score of nine to nothing. Also, some news notes to get into. Before we get going, guys, I do want to say yet again, show gratitude, how grateful I am to you guys. Thank you again so much for showing love to the content, sharing the content, consuming the content. Also, everybody who takes their time at a Carolina sporting event, specifically last night at Founders Park, to come up, say what's up, show love for the brand and the business and what we do and people that rock with us. But again, show love in person. Thank you so much if you're tuned in. I truly do appreciate you. Thank you to everybody that came up, talk Gamecocks. I, I love meeting Gamecock fans and especially people that, like I said, rock what we do and rock what I do and rock with the show. It, it, it truly means the world. It's not something I take for granted. It's something that uh, it will never get old. It will always be cool. So, again, thank you guys so much for the love and support and showing love with the content and everything else. And certainly, it was a fun night for us all at Founders Park, guys. Without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right into it. Gamecocks take care of business nine to nothing against the Charleston Southern Buccaneers. And it felt like a very workmanlike, take care of your business, show it to the ballpark and do what you are supposed to do kind of night. Um, you know, we talked about coming in this game that South Carolina, we all knew was the superior team. We knew they were the better ball club. It was all about coming out and approaching this thing the right way, right? Approaching the game the right way. Never take your opponent likely. Never take your opponent for granted. And... I think this is a group of ball players, like I told you guys. I feel confident they're going to do that each and every single time they take the field. Um, I thought off, you know, from the jump, the tone was really set on the mound. Jack Mahoney doing what he did, absolutely dominant, guys. I'm so excited for the career of Jack Mahoney and, and what he features and what he brings to count of baseball. Five innings pitch, one hit, no runs, no earn, one walk, and seven strikeouts on just 65 pitches, by the way. A guy that filled the zone. And if you watch this kid closely, though, the thing I love the most is this. It's, you know, the stuff is there, right? We all get it. They got those 94, 95 power sinker, great breaking stuff. But if you watch this kid and watch his mannerisms and watch his, his body language and, you know, the way he acts after certain pitches or after he gets a big out, this is a dude that loves to compete. Loves to compete. And again, I, I think he's a true freshman right now. He'll learn how to control his emotions, if you will, and, 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 and tap into that side of things. But, you know, you cannot coach that dog in somebody. You know, it's hard to coach that, that, that want to, that fight. And Jack Mahoney, to me, is a guy that, you know, it, it excites me now, but I just think about his future for South Carolina baseball because I think he's certainly going to be a weekend guy for you next year. Maybe your closer, who knows. But he's going to be a big piece of Gamecocks baseball over the next couple of years. And to have a guy like that, again, I love watching this kid and seeing just the, the excitement and the tenacity and the, and the nastiness, really, this kid pitches with. It's so much fun. He, 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 he has that, that it factor, if you will. And, you know, again, you couple that with fantastic stuff. Um, it, it's going to be a very successful career for Jack Mahoney. And, of course, I think you guys are seeing glimpses of that right now. I think we're seeing flash to that. And, again, he set the tone for you last night at Founders Park. And then you look at Jackson Phipps, Wesley Sweat, Julian Bosnick, and Mag Cotto combining for the shutout last night. And a special shout-out, by the way, to Mag Cotto. That last inning comes in. Gives up two hits, but is able to dance out of trouble and save the shutout for you. And I know that that's not something that, you know, maybe that's something that the, the, the common fan or just fans in general maybe do not think about. You know, the game was, was far out of reach at that point. It was 9 nothing, of course. 
But for him to be able to battle and work around that and save the shutout, you know, that's a huge deal for a pitching staff. That's a big deal for the guys in that clubhouse. You know, you get to the ninth, you've got the zero on the scoreboard. And you really want to conserve that. So, again, for him to battle, for him to fight out of that and be able to save the shutout, big props to him. Big props to this entire pitching staff. Everybody who pitched, I thought everybody who took the mound did a fantastic job, filled up the zone. I think, let's see, how many walks did they have, did we have last night? Only one walk by this pitching staff and 11 strikeouts. I mean, you're just going to have a lot of success when you have guys that have the stuff that the Carolina pitchers do and you're throwing strikes and you're filling the zone. Again, just one walk in nine innings, you will take that each and every single time you take the bump, especially in the midweek. when you're Listen, you're not throwing your top guys. You're not throwing your weekend guys. We all know that. So a great job of the Carolina pitchers last night. And then, of course, you know, at the plate, I, I thought getting off the start that you did, where you put up a crooked number in the first, you put up that two spot, really helped you settle in. You had the big swing by David Mendham, which I joked on social media, man. David Mendham made me like a freaking genius because I went into this game saying, you know, he's the key player of the midweek. He's the key player of this game. I think it's a guy you want to see get going in that five and six hole or whatever, and you, you want to see David Mendham kind of get hot going to this LSU series. Man, what a night from him. Three for five, had a single double and a big fly, and an oppo taco at that. David Mendham. Swinging a hot stick, just a triple away from the cycle. And I was really hoping he was going to get it there. And I think it was the top of the, no, excuse me, the bottom of the eighth inning. But uh, unfortunately, flied out to right field. But a great night from him. He had that big knock in the third. And then Josiah Seitler, man, this, this is a dude, you know, it, it, I'll tell you what, it was a fight for TSUS midweek MVP this week. Josiah Seitler, two for three with four RBIs. And of course, the big swing in the bottom of the fourth. Folks, I am so upset at myself, by the way. Because, of course, when I'm at these games, I'm constantly tweeting. I constantly have my phone out, especially in big situations. For example, bases loaded like it was when Josiah Seitler was at the plate. And just for a split second, I was like, ooh, let me tweet something real quick. I go to tweet. I look down, look back up. Boom, Josiah Seitler hits a freaking grand slam. And so I missed it. And I was so, I'm still upset at myself for that. I got to be better. Don't, 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 don't do better. Be better, Chris. I'll be better next time. That's on me. That's my bad. But again, Josiah Seitler with that swing, man, he hit that ball to the freaking moon, folks. I mean, what a swing. Incredible. Josiah Seitler continues to just hit the damn piss out of the baseball. It's crazy to watch Josiah Seitler, what he's done for this Gamecocks baseball team and just how much he has developed. I mean, it's absolutely insane. But really... All in all, you know, this is kind of how you draw up a midweek win. You know, Charleston Southern, again, with all due respect to the Buccaneers, not the competition that the Gamecocks are used to playing, especially in SEC play. And when you come into a game like this, like I told you guys, it all comes down to being locked in, being focused at the task at hand. And, you know, we see a lot of teams lose midweek games across the country. You know, we see a lot of teams come out and for whatever reason, you know, maybe they're not throwing their top guys or they're not, you know, taking a team as serious. They should, heck, Look at the old Clemson Tigers last night getting blasted by College of Charleston at their place, which, God, it just warms my heart. Chad Holbrook, thank you so much. Tell me Chad Holbrook doesn't still hate Clemson. Come on now. Come on now. Anyways, um, yeah, so twist the knife there. Clemson getting their butts kicked by College of Charleston last night. But anyways, you know, you, <laughs> you see teams across the country lose their midweek games, and, and there's a ton of different reasons. I told you guys this after the Davidson game, that – the toughest challenge that these coaches have, Mark Kingston, Skyler Mead, this entire bunch, is keeping these dudes locked in and 
you know, focused in a midweek game because you play these SEC series and you play these big games and you play Charleston Southern on Tuesday night. And listen, we know it doesn't have the same vibe. We know it doesn't have the same feel as a big-time game like Arkansas will have next weekend or even like Mizzou had this previous weekend. But baseball's a game you cannot take your opponent lightly. Anybody can be anybody on any given night. And I think this team has done a really, really good job. You love the leadership of Brady Allen, Wes Clark, Andrew Eister, you know, David Menden, the list goes on and on of guys who have really um, – who have led this team. And also, I think, like I said, Jack Mahoney, you got a bunch of young guys who just love playing this game. You know, when you love playing a game of baseball, you ain't got to worry about what I just mentioned. You don't have to worry about, oh, are our guys going to show up to the yard and have the right attitude? No, a guy like Jack Mahoney, he loves to compete. He loves to play the game of baseball. He loves to go out there every single time and prove himself. And when you have guys like that, and oh, by the way, they're also talented, you got a great recipe for success. So I thought this ball club really, guys, just took care of business. You know, very workmanlike performance. Did what you need to do. You had some big knocks. You had some big swings. Your guys in the bump completely dominated, of course, 11 strikeouts and just one walk. And I thought you really just honestly saw the talent of South kind of shine through. Um, you know, I'm just kind of going through the lineup and guys that had good nights. Heck, Brady Allen got on base three times, went 0 for 1, but he got on base three times. Um you know, Josiah Seitler, of course, like I said, guys crushing the ball. I'll tell you this, what, what's kind of going going under the radar right now. Wes Clark has cooled off a little bit. He went 0 for 4 last night with two strikeouts. And, you know, that'll be something I'm sure we'll talk about on tomorrow's show, you know, looking ahead to LSU and just kind of previewing that series. And, uh, you know, a little bit of a storyline. Wes Clark kind of struggling at the plate. But either way, this Gamecocks lineup continues to score. Andrew Eister went two or four with a ribby. Um, again, David Mendham, three for five with two RBIs. You had Colin Burgess go one for three. You had Brennan Malone go one for two. Um, I mean, just overall, a really, really good night to the plate. Nine runs on nine hits for you. You held them to zero runs and four hits. Overall, you did your job. Ho-hum, very workmanlike performance. And you did what you needed to do to keep the momentum going, to keep the feel good in the clubhouse, to keep Uncle Mo on your side. And now you carry that over into a big-time, pivotal SEC weekend on the road in Baton Rouge, which will get going tomorrow night, believe it or not. Let's move into TSUS midweek MVP, guys. And like I told you guys, there are a ton of guys fighting for this award. And, you know, you could give it to Seitler. You could give it to Mendham. But you know what? I really want to spread the love out. I want to spread the love a little bit because I was like, I was like, you know, do you give it to Seitler? He just got it last week. Do I give it to him back-to-back weeks? And I, like I said, I thought, you know what? Let's spread the love a little bit. And this kid deserves recognition, again, because, you know, we take it for granted because you were playing Charleston Southern, what have you, whatever. But if your guys on the mound, they set the tone for the ballgame. If they go out there and they're walking guys and they're not doing their job and, 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 and they don't have their good stuff and they're leaving the fastball up of the middle of the plate, they're hanging the breaking ball and they're getting hit around, it completely changes the tone and the mood of the game. And that performance you got from Jack Mahoney last night is exactly what you want in a midweek game like that against Charleston Southern. Again, five innings pitch, one hit, no runs, no earned runs, one walk, and seven strikeouts on 65 pitches. And more importantly, guys, it was a guy that was attacking from the very first hit of the ballgame. I mean, there was no messing around here. He had the one walk. And it was a very competitive walk. It wasn't like it was a four-pitch walk. I remember specifically, I think it was the second inning, maybe the third. 
There was one out in the inning. Guy had a good at bat. I mean, 3-2 pitch, just barely missed. You know, it, it wasn't like he was nowhere close. You know what I mean? So, Jack Mahoney, my TSUS midweek MVP, really just, again, setting the tone last night because we, we, we take it for granted. We take it for granted when you're playing at Charleston Southern, like, oh, he should do that, whatever. But when you have that guy that can do that and you have your pitching depth shine through and a guy like Jack Mahoney goes out there and competes his tail off, and I think – his energy also was infectious. I think it is infectious. I think this guy, you know, you watch him, and I know fans had their comments about him playing third base and what happened and what – but no matter what, through, through all the victories, through all the failures, through all the successes and the hardships and the, and, and the adversity, this is a guy who loves the game of baseball, and he just plays the game of baseball the way it should be played. He plays it the right way. He plays it with intensity. He plays it with passion. He plays it with heart. So no matter what, that's something I can ride with and I truly respect. And again, I think that energy, especially when he's on the bump, it's infectious. It's infectious. And I thought this team really fed off that. And again, he set the tone for the Gamecocks last night. So again, my TSUS midweek MVP, Gamecocks freshman right-handed pitcher, Jack Mahoney. And guys, like I said, I am so excited for this kid's career in Columbia. I, I, I just, you know... I really think this kid's going to be special. I think he's going to be special. I think he's going to be a guy we're talking about for a really, really long time in Columbia. So, again, congrats, Jack Mahoney, TSUS Midweek MVP. What's next for South Carolina Baseball? Like I said, guys, big series upcoming starting tomorrow. Gamecocks traveling to Baton Rouge today. They will take on LSU in game one of the series tomorrow night, 7.30 first pitch, Friday at 8 o'clock, and then Saturday at three guys we'll have the live stream watch alongs i'll be covering everything of course and like i said guys the podcast this week because normally we drop the podcast on thursday or the 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 show that comes out on thursday is our series preview show and then friday is the full series prediction we will be combining those so tomorrow's show will be full series preview prediction all that good stuff um as the gamecocks get going against lsu tomorrow night at alex box should be a lot of fun gonna be one hell of a series um, you know, anytime you get to go to Baton Rouge, one of the best venues in all of college baseball, it is going to be electric this weekend in Louisiana. But again, like I said, great win for the Gamecocks. Very workmanlike. You take care of your business. You do what you need to do. You keep momentum going. And now we'll see if they can carry that into this weekend against the LSU Tigers. Guys, before we wrap up, a couple of news and notes, a couple of things I want to touch on. First things first, Trey Anderson, he did hit the transfer portal. Gamecocks guard. You know, it's crazy to me, and I say this with all due respect, but a guy like Trey Anderson and a couple of the other guys, like, where are they going to go? I, I'm just, I'm not trying to be that dude, but I'm just calling it like it is. Like, where is this guy going to go? Where is he going to transfer to? Like, I, I genuinely don't know. Um, I don't know. Confuses me. Confuses me. Also, Frank Martin, speaking of basketball, Frank Martin is speaking to the media tomorrow. Was supposed to be today, but it got pushed back. But his end-of-the-year presser is tomorrow. I I just wonder what on God's green earth is Frank Martin going to say to the media. I genuinely have no idea. Also, guys, on more positive news, something very exciting. A little birdie told me, and this seems to be a hot rumor going around right now, You know, of course, next week is a very, very big week for Gamecocks Athletics, specifically in Columbia, South Carolina. You've got the Arkansas series next weekend, Thursday through Saturday. 
You've got the spring game next Saturday at Williams-Brice. Take it for what it's worth, just from what I'm hearing. But it is sounding like we just might get increased attendance at both Founders Park and Williams-Brice Stadium. Again, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you guys what I've heard, but it sounds like where there's smoke, there's fire, and it sounds like there's momentum to that decision being made. So I know that's what we all want. We all want to see a packed Rounders Park. We all want to see a packed Williams-Brice. And especially with those two events happening, fingers crossed, we can only hope and pray that is the case. Also, guys, last thing, I got to shamelessly plug it, the Rowdy Roosters merch. That's the one thing, by the way, I forgot to mention. My apologies, guys. In the Gamecocks dub last night against Charleston Southern. Shout out to Birch Antley and Kit Balkner on the SEC Network Plus broadcast for name-dropping the Rowdy Roosters, folks. We made it. We did it. The Rowdy Roosters are here to stay, and I can tell you from being there in person, you guys, the Rowdy Roosters made a huge impact on that game. Bravo. Bravo to the Rowdy Roosters. And you know what I loved about the Rowdy Roosters? Because people have been giving them a bad name and a bad rap, I think, you know, a little bit. People on social media here, and they're not the majority, but some. But from what I saw, it was good, clean, fun, heckling and chirping and ragging the other team. Here's the thing, guys. If you don't want to get heckled on the road, don't suck on the road. Like, it's very simple. It's a very, very simple formula. But a huge shout-out to the Rowdy Roosters guys last night. And then again, Birch Antley, good buddy of mine, saying something on the SEC Network Plus broadcast. So awesome, man. Hey, the Rowdy Roosters, the best hecklers in all of college baseball, are here to stay. And I cannot freaking wait. I mean, I'm excited for this LSU series. But for next weekend, that Arkansas series and the Rowdy Roosters, oh, it is going to be. And if you increase attendance, oh, my goodness, it is going to be pure pandemonium at Founders Park. And I cannot freaking wait. So, again, one more time, bravo to the Rowdy Roosters. And, hey, the best hecklers in college baseball deserve the best merchandise in college baseball. And we have officially dropped the Rowdy Roosters merch, the Rowdy Roosters t-shirt. They are on the website, tsus.store. They're on the online store, tsus.store. Guys, the Rowdy Roosters shirt, they're available in garnet, Yankee gray, white, black, you name it, whatever you need. We got it. Rowdy Roosters merch, guys, is available now. Um, and again, shout out to the Rowdy Roosters, man. You, you guys, it, again, it's just when you're at a game, it is like, you know, baseball, I always say this, baseball is a dance, right? And in a dance, what do you need? You need music. The sounds of the game. It is the music. The crack of the bat. The pop of the mitt. And the heckling. And the chirping. And the, hey, how a boy, he come catch. That, the throw in the dirt. Dirt boy. That's part of the game, man. You can't take that away without that. It's not baseball. It's just not the same. So, again, shout out to the Rowdy Roosters, man, for making Founders Park, even on a Tuesday night against Charleston Southern, an intimidating place to play. That was so much fun. That was so beautiful. It was music to my ears. I loved every single second of it. On that note, we're going to wrap it up, guys. We're going to wrap it up. Again, thank you guys so much for the love and support. Thank you all for tuning in, guys. Again, Rowdy Roosters, keep crowing, baby. Keep crowing. Keep crowing. We got plenty to crow about. It feels good to be good, guys. Like I said, very excited to chat tomorrow. We'll have a full LSU series 
preview and prediction as the Gamecocks dive back in SEC play. But until then, guys, thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.